Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It's good seeing y'all. Like I said, I am Brother Nicky Martinez, and I am like super, super pumped. I've been super excited to um, just preach God's Word. Amen. Honestly, I was telling Meredith yesterday just how excited I am and how, how pumped I am to even talk about this message that the Lord gave me. But because I'm excited, there was also this challenge that God just, He literally challenged me. Um, and because there's a little challenge, I hope and pray that He also challenges y'all, that he, that he pulls y'all's heart. That's the whole, um, the whole goal that I want God to do His thing in y'all's life. But before we even get started, let's do a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to just um, worship you. And Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, that whatever burden, whatever whatever is happening in our daily lives, I pray, Lord, that we just lay it down at your feet, Holy Spirit. And that we be able to just hear the word that you are speaking to and to us, Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that we humble our hearts today. And that we just be able to receive nothing but your love and your grace and, and, and just whatever else that it is that we're needing from you, Holy Spirit. We lift up Pastor Fern and his family that they're not able to be here today, Holy Spirit, whatever they're going through or whatever they're doing. And um, right now, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you will be with them, that you will protect them, and that they be able to have just a wonderful um, family day or Whatever it is that they're doing, Holy Spirit, I just pray, Lord, that you, that you would just protect them wherever it is that they're at. And I just pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, as I said, I am really excited and just really, really blessed to be here and to preach to y'all. And today's sermon, today I'm going to be preaching about to stop running. Stop running. Have, have y'all... Have y'all run? Have y'all been running from God or running to something um, that is comfortable to y'all? I know I have. I know that. Um, I just know that I have. And today we're going to be looking at the book, the book of John. And and I know that y'all probably probably familiar in the book of John, but but I want to try to expound. And give y'all a few answers and a few points of what, why it is that Jonah ran from God in the first place. But if we could please turn to our pages to Jonah, please. I'll give us some time to do that. And while they are doing that, I'm going to go ahead and pray for the sermon as well. And Heavenly Father, I also pray, Lord, that this sermon will be able to speak to all of us, including myself. And that we have convicted hearts. And that we be able to just run to you, and that we be able to just surrender our lives to you as well. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that, you, that we be able to hear your voice clearly, and that we be able to just um, go out um, with new, with new faith and the way that we came in. Jesus is my name. Amen. Amen. So, John, we're going to be looking at. Uh, verses 1 through 5. 
I'm sorry, 1 through 3. And this is what it says. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because their evil has come upon before me. Jonah had to flee to Tarshish from the Lord's presence. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. He, he then paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the Lord's presence. Now, like I said, we kind of question why, why did Jonah go out and do the exact opposite of what God had called him to do? Well, at that time, we all know that Jonah was a Jew. He was a Jew. But I want to give you a little bit of um, a little bit of context of why he did what he did. At the time, Jews thought the Messiah was going to come, or God was going to come, only for the Jews. They 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 worshipped God. They they really thought that the Jews were going to be saved, and everybody else was going to suffer. That they were going to go to hell. Um, so that's one one reason why there's a possibility that Jonah made whenever God had told him to go to Nineveh, that he that he got kind of, what I what I feel like is that he may have been a little prideful at the time. Because like I said, Jonah was a Jew and Nineveh was a city of Gentiles. And at that time, Jews thought and believed God would come and save only Jews, not Greek, nor Romans, or Gentiles. So there was a possibility that he dealt with a little pride. And what I mean is, is whenever God said, get up and go to Nineveh, I'm sure, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty sure that he was like, why do I need to go to them? Why, 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 why should I even preach to them when I know that you're going to come and save only us? Why, you're, you are not for them. You are for us. So there's a possibility that he dealt with a little pride. And I also want to expound that Nineveh was an Assyrian city that really believed in war and all just to, for all it to come down to was death. So whenever Jonah received the message to go and preach to Nineveh, I'm pretty sure that he had a possibility that he had a possibility of, of being fearful of his life. Well, if I go, Lord, I, I know I'm going to die. I, I know what's going to happen if I were to preach your word. And, and honestly, Father, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. And how many times have, have God, has God told y'all to go do something, and the first thing that pops up is fear? It's so, it's, it's, we can, we can, we can really relate to Jonah because, because some, because we are human and sometimes we get scared and we run away from God. And Jonah rebelled against God and ran away from God because of his pride issues, because of his pride issues and his flesh took over and not his faith. So hopefully we get a little we get a little context of why, what he did and why he did what he did. And let's continue to verses 4 and 5. But the Lord threw a great wind out to the sea, and such a great storm arose on the sea that the ship threatened to break apart. The sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his God. They threw the ship's cargo into the sea to lighten the load. Meanwhile, Jonah had gone down to the lowest part of the vessel, and I stretched out and fallen into the deep sea. 
Now, if you're taking notes, it's important to jot down some stuff, and, and, and if I need to, I can definitely repeat something if y'all need me to repeat anything. But point number one is that the tragic truth of running away from God's command is that sin never leads to a more fulfilling life, but to death. And we can literally see that in verse 5. The sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his God. They threw the ship's cargo into the sea to lighten the load. Meanwhile, Jonah had gone down into the lowest part of the vessel, and had stretched out and fallen into a deep sleep. Now there's imaginary context whenever Jonah had stretched out his body and went into a deep sleep. The first thing when we when we think about deep sleep is that this is whenever we're able to dream our our dreams. And for some that are a lot of deep sleepers, we can't we can't see, you know, we can't smell, we can't feel. We're literally dreaming at that moment. And the reason why and the reason why he was he was into a deep sleep in the in the in the in the Hebrew meaning of sleep also means death. So he spiritually died. He was spiritually dead. And we can literally see that in today's life because whenever somebody passes away, they say, May he rest in peace. May he may she rest in peace. And another prime example is whenever whenever Jesus was going to go resurrect the little girl that had died, the first thing that he did was he told, was he told the, uh, the, 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 the growers and the owners and the flute players to say, he had said, stop, what are you doing? She is resting. So we can see, we can see that deep sleep also means death. So Jonah, as he stretched out and fallen into a deep sleep, I, I, I don't feel worthy enough, Lord. 
We let our flesh take over. We let the enemy try to, to manipulate us and say, I'm not worthy, Lord. I don't want to go and tell them. Whenever I just sent maybe about 10 minutes ago, whenever I just, whenever I, I can't, Lord. I don't want to. The tragic truth is running away from God's command is that sin never leads to a fulfilling life, but to death. My next point is let's say that we don't even we don't repent from our from from running away. I want to be very clear on this because there's been a lot of um, there's been a lot of miscommunication here. But God will allow us to go through storms and use the storms to humble our hearts. This is point number two. And I want to advise God that Jesus will use storms. Yes, he created a storm. Jonah himself was in the middle of the storm when, because God had made it. But Jesus will use storms to grab our attention because he loves us. And he doesn't do it out of punishment. He doesn't say, oh, well, well, he, he done sin, she done sin, I'm going to punish them with the storm. No, he grabs our attention because he wants us. He wants us and he loves us and he wants us to, to see how much he loves us. And going back to John 4, it says, But the Lord threw a great wind onto the sea, and such a great storm arose on the sea that the ship threatened to break apart. The sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God. They threw the ship's cargo into the sea to lighten the load. Meanwhile, Jonah had gone down to the lowest part of the vessel, and had stretched out to a fallen into a deep sea. Going back into my job example, whenever I knew that I was disobeying God, when I knew that I was, I, I knew what I did. When I knew, I said no. The first thing in my in my belly was that I knew I disobeyed. I felt sick, and I felt conviction. And whenever God gives you that opportunity, when God tells you to go, how does it make you feel? You know, it, whenever we go through storms, it doesn't even have to be like a literal, like a, oh my gosh, I, I'm going through so much, I, like Jesus, I need help. It could be a little storm as such as conviction, as such as, as feeling guilty. But we gotta understand that there's a difference between the enemy storm, God's storm, and everyday life. Yes. Everyday life. And it's just as a, like a minor inconvenience. But there is a difference, and we can see that in the book of Job, where 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 the enemy tries to just take Job, Job's life, Job, Job's, Job's land, everything. There is a difference between his, the enemy's storm, God's storm, and just everyday life. But I felt convicted. I felt sick. I knew that I was disobeying because I said no, I ran away from it. But in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the storm, whenever he was into the sea, whenever he Whenever waves were crashing over him, is whenever he got humbled. He humbled himself and said yes to God. And you can see that clearly 
and Jonah too, Jonah's prayer. And it's so, it's so beautiful because it's not, it's, it's always in our deepest moments where, the, where, where we are in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the belly of the fish, where we finally surrender to God. When we finally surrender. God creates and uses storms to break down our pride and humbles us to bring back to Him. And Jesus, oh, Jesus is so good. Yes, man. All the time. But Jonah, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. And it wasn't until he was in the belly where he was like, God, oh, Lord, I'm sorry for what I've done, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord, that I, that I, that I ran away. Lord, be with me, Lord. Lord, I, I will do whatever it is that I that I have been commanded to do, Lord. Just get me out of the situation. And I will do whatever it is that you say. And how many times have we have we been in that situation? How many times have we been a Jonah and we've run away from God and then it finally comes to the point where we're in the middle of it, in the middle of the storm, in the belly of the fish, where we finally surrender and humble our hearts. It's so important that we need that we need to realize that when God is telling us what to do, that He will grace us and that He will give us the things that we need. But it's important to know that when we sin, when we say no to when we when we say no to God, when we let sin take over us, when we take fear, when we allow fear to take over us, is that is that it, that it, that it brings us no nothing more but death. And I, and I close with this, and if I could please have some music in the background. Is that, how many times have we, how many times have we been a Where we said, I can't, where I, I feel so unworthy. I feel so, I, I just sinned, Lord. I, I, I don't have your power in times have we let pride, let fear take over our actions and not allow God not allow God to manifest his love onto the people that he's trying to reach out to. And because of our sin, we will never see the glory of the Lord without repentance. It is so important that when we run away from God and God is calling us because He loves us, it's important to repent. It's important for us to know that, that God loves us and that He's not here to punish us at all. He wants to give us life and life abundantly. Amen. It's important for us to know that when God is trying to call us, when we're in the middle of the storm, He's not doing it out of punishment, but He's doing it out of love. So I challenge you today. If y'all have been, or if you are a gentleman right now, and you're letting away from God, and you know that you are, if 
you know that I'm running away from you and experiencing what you're going through, would you be, would you be so willing to stop with me? Would you be so willing to say,
for it also, for Jonah also, it also preaches your glory of how you went to Jerusalem so willingly. And how when you died on your cross, you were in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, and then you arose on Sunday morning. And Jonah remembers how, how, it, how it tells the story of you, Holy Spirit. We give you back the glory, Holy Spirit. We give you back. 
back to glory in the name of Jesus. Lord, we run back to you, Heavenly Father. We run back to you. For you love us, Holy Spirit. Not for punishment, but you love us, Holy Spirit. Thank you for bringing us back into your home. Back into your arms and back into your heart, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Whatever it is that they're requesting from you. And in Jesus' mighty name.